0: Welcome back to the Far Post Perth Podcast. Uh, we've got our special guest on for this week's episode. I'm delighted to welcome Perth Glory left back and in soccer international Jason Davidson. Jason, how's things? Yeah, good. Thank you. Good. I think uh, we timed this really, really well. Uh, probably a bit of fortune in that, but it comes just a couple of days after you've scored your first goal for Perth Glory. How does that? Uh, how does that make you feel?
1: Yeah, it's. Uh... It's a positive thing for myself, um, obviously being a, a wing-back in the team, uh, opportunities to go forward and attack uh, are higher than normally as a, as a normal left-back and uh, to get on the score sheet something that you know I've been trying to, to do and I'm just happy that it's finally come through. I
0: have to ask you about that left wing-back role, it's a, it's a bit of a graveyard shift at times for players getting up and down uh, so much throughout the game. Have you found that adjusting to that role, and have you done anything maybe different in pre-season to help yourself adapt?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely a different formation to your uh, typical uh, four, four four two or four three three. Um, and for me, I I, mean, um, I enjoy it because it gives me the opportunity and license to to get forward and join in attack. Um, it's definitely harder than your normal left back position because. There is a lot more running involved, um, but fortunately enough, we've had a, a good, solid preseason where I've had an opportunity to build my foundation, and uh, you yeah. know, I'm am feeling strong and fit, and it's given me that uh, platform to
0: to to run up and down, you know, um, each week. I guess when you've got 18 weeks of a preseason, it helps you adjust to a new position uh, over that sort of time. Um, the the trip to Newcastle, it's it's part of. Perth's trek, I guess, that we have to have every year, whether it's Wellington, whether it's a trip to Newcastle, to Sydney. Tony Popovich mentioned at the weekend that he, he's actually getting more of a realization of how demanding that is. As a player heading over in those trips, it, does it take a lot to adjust in terms of your preparation and, and what you need to do? And uh, have you found it difficult at all so far?
1: Yeah, for me, it's something new, obviously. Uh, never playing in the A-League. Um i'm not used to or accustomed to to getting on an airplane flying every second week um but it's something that we have to adapt to and i think the preparation um by the the coaching staff and the the medical department are trying to make sure that we get the best you know um recovery possible after each game um for me it's it's definitely tough on the body especially you know trips like wellington and newcastle um you're traveling nearly all day Prior to a game, so it's definitely tough on the body, and to, to back that up week in week out um, it's not easy. And I think people don't realise, you know, other teams, oh, oh, unless you've played at Perth Glory, how much travel we actually have to do. So for us, it's we don't want to make excuses; we just want to make sure that uh, we continue our run. But um, the most important thing is to, to make sure we recover well. Um, and I think you know the coach and the coaching staff—they they know what they're doing and they, they've got a plan there each week.
0: Um, and fortunately for enough four ups, it hasn't affected us just yet. Yeah, you you've, you still managed to pick up the results. It was it was a point in Wellington and then a great win against Newcastle at the weekend. Just got on the weekend's game, there was a, a, an early scare when when Newcastle may have taken the lead, and you guys went straight down the other end of the park stuck a goal away, and then obviously you chipped in with the second goal, which helped uh, helped seal the result um, th- There seems to be a good character amongst the team that you know even even when they are under the pump a little bit, and there have been times when that 's been the case, to just find a way to get a goal or to 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 rally around each other and, and get down the other end and, and get the job done. Uh, is there a good camaraderie amongst the playing group there's a lot of new faces in the in the squad this year yeah
1: I think definitely I think each player has confidence in their teammate and um, if you look at the, the defenders and attackers, I think they they believe the attack, we believe in the, the attackers to, to score when they get the opportunities, and I'm sure that the attackers believe that defenders once we we um, get the lead um, that they believe in us uh, to hold a, hold a solid fort at the back. Um, like you said, you know, in the first I think it was 15 or 20 seconds they had an opportunity, but um, you know Liam made a, a great save. Um, But that just goes to show that you can't take your foot off the accelerator because in this league or in football in general, anyone um, can have an opportunity. And fortunate for us that our goalkeeper stepped up and then on the other end, our attackers got an opportunity on the counter and um, we went 1-0 up.
0: We spoke to Chris Economides on the, the last podcast, and he was uh, telling us about the reasons why he came to Perth. He's, he had, he has a, some family here, and Tony Popovich had, had kind of sold him a vision of what was what was planned here. And um, what were your considerations? Because as you said, you haven't played in the A League before, and you know you, you're you're from over East. Why Perth? And um, I've no doubt I'm sure you you had plenty of other offers that you could have taken up, but you chose to come to Glory.
1: For me, um, once I made the decision of maybe coming back to to, to the A League, um, the biggest thing for me was speaking to, to Tony on the phone and uh, and speaking to Jacob Burns on the phone and what they had planned for the for the club and what their their vision was uh, for Perth Glory, um, and then obviously seeing the signings that they had um, signed in Matthew Sporanovich, you know, Ivan Franich, and a lot more players. Um, it just showed the intent of what they wanted to do, and for me, having I've always had that winning mentality and that that um, determination to, to to win, and I wanted to come back and, and win something here and get back into to rhythm and consistency with my football, and hopefully you know get back into the national team. And I think after speaking to Tony on the phone, yeah, it was uh, it was quite an easy decision for myself because uh, everything that uh, he promised he's, he's delivered in pre season, and I think you know it's shown. The, in the, the start that we've had we're, we're, we, um, we're a structured team discipline and everyone puts their body on line to get the three points
0: Jason Blaine here mate um, Mate, obviously you come from a pretty good pedigree with your, uh, your old man playing um, a number of matches for the Socceroos and held in pretty well regard and then going on to Nottingham Forest and places like that how do you think he's yeah. helped you in your development?
1: Yeah you know he's someone that from a very young age has always guided me in my football and uh, I'm very um, blessed to have someone that has played at the highest level in football to, to guide me as a as a as a kid, um, and throughout my career, and he's someone that I speak to you know on a daily basis about football, um, about every game, um, and for me, I try to use as my get as much knowledge out of him as possible, um, and for me, yeah, he's he's someone to it's it's amazing, and he's a he's a great dad and someone that's very um, proud of what I've achieved in my football, but very someone that's very hard as well on me. And he's always uh, he's a good critic because after games, we analyze games and see what I've done uh, or could have done better. And uh, it's, it's good to have someone like that behind you, supporting you.
0: And obviously, you grew up in Victoria, but at a young age, you went over and found yourself at uh, an academy in, in Japan, which is uh, a little bit different to what most youth players go through. Can you tell the listeners a bit about your experiences there?
1: Yeah, so the opportunity arose to, to go uh, go over to Japan originally just to, to play in a tournament. And obviously, um, well, I was fortunate enough to, to play really well in the tournament. And uh, an opportunity scholarship arose where I could uh, stay there. They offered me a scholarship at my. I remember coming back to Australia after the tournament and my. Um, my mom didn't want me to go because I was only 14 years old, and my dad thought it was the, the right opportunity to get into a football environment. The infrastructure over there was unbelievable at the time. They'd just come, you know, just had having a World Cup over there. The infrastructure and the, the discipline and hard work that they implement into their young players was at another level, so I went over there, um, and yeah, I think it, it, it built me and made me into the, the player and person that I am today
0: um jason back uh, back when you first started playing football you were playing at hume city um in the vpl then how does australian football compare now to compare to what it was back then for you
1: yeah it's totally different um i think it's a credit to australian football how much it's come you know and developed in the last 10 years i think People can see how it's it's the biggest game in the world, and I think now in Australia, especially the young kids, the next generation, they can see, and everything's about football. I see so many kids, you know, playing in the park and um, at schools, um, and I think that's it's because the A League is, is developed. There's um, more infrastructure. It's it's a bigger league now um and i think that it's only going to grow so hopefully you know with the new uh, two new teams coming in as well um we can grow and uh bring and produce more younger players because i think there's a lot of talent out there out there that's uh, kind of maybe not getting an opportunity and um as as the league's grown i think you know more and more players have gotten the opportunity to to come through and uh, with me at hume city you know i had a fantastic time over there And, um, you know, I really enjoy myself and I think it also was a good development to to play with men at a young age and then, obviously, I went overseas uh, after that.
0: And just going on your international career at the is in the Asian Cup, you were one of the, um, you know, one of the younger players in the squad there and you scored your first international goal against UAE. How did that stack up with your career and all the moments that you've had so far? You know, you're not exactly um, in the older range, so it'd be one of the, yeah, one of the good moments to look back on.
1: Yeah, for me, every time I um, got the opportunity to play for my national team, it was a proud moment. It was, you know, always a dream for me at a young age to to represent my country, and I was fortunate enough to do that at a World Cup and an Asian Cup, and, you know, winning an Asian Cup is something that, you know, I'll cherish forever, and I just remember that feeling of going out there um, for, for the final against South Korea and just... Seeing all my family and friends and pretty much the whole nation back us and to see so much um to see a stadium full of you know the green and gold it still gives me goose, goosebumps today so um yeah it's there's not one i think every time i stepped out there was a different um a different feeling and every time the national anthem played i always used to get i get goosebumps um but yeah definitely for the asian cup final and playing in the world cup are two things that for me in the national team are,
0: probably the two biggest things. Just a couple more questions, Jason, and we'll let you yep. go. Um, on the on the perk Glory experience so far, we've got a bit of an us-against-them mentality here in terms of, yep. uh, well, it's basically us against the rest of Australia and, and those, those lot are great rivals over in New Zealand. Um, how have you found the the welcome that you've had from the perk Glory supporters and, and the home game so far at an IB stadium?
1: Yeah, they've been amazing. Um, I think even everyone at the club, uh, I felt you know, they've welcomed my family and myself with open arms, um, and felt, made us feel at home. And it feels like a big family at the club. And then once we we stepped out and played in the, in the season, just to witness the the fans, I had the same exact feeling. I think it's it's very family orientated club, and to see the supporters, and I I feel like I, I have a good connection with them, and to to see how positive they are, and especially um not just the, the supporters behind in the shed, but to, the whole stadium um, to, to come out week in, week out and support us. And to, to be able to give them um, such an unbelievable start, it's, it's something that it's, uh, we feel proud about. And hopefully, you know, we can continue that. And hopefully, they can continue to come out and support us. And we can uh, do something special this year together.
0: Well, we spoke to uh, Chris Economides the, on the last show. He uh, he mentioned to us that there was a fine system in place, and Dino Djulbic may have been one of the uh, the key snitches in the group. Have you um, have you fallen foul of anything yet? Maybe something hair related, or have you been picked up for anything?
1: <laughs> no, I get I get done for a lot of things. Um, they... Like to to target uh, a lot of the new boys i guess the, it's the old guard trying to stab the authority um no it's, I, it's a good it's good fun because it all goes towards a good cause and that's um in the end of year trip for all the boys together so um for me i know there's a few fines for being in the newspaper and stuff I like that it's things that are out of our hands um so i think chris a lot of chris's fines would be definitely for performing and being in the newspaper a lot um, and then there's obviously, you know, funny ones where in the shower, if you, you know, if you forget your slippers or hear that, a lot of the boys try to get each other or take photos of the newspaper clips to, to, to snitch on one another, but it's all a bit of um, fun and games. Uh, like I said, it's going towards a good cause and hopefully, you know, we can celebrate something at the end of year when we go away for our end of year trip.
0: Now, just the last one before we let you go, you have mentioned great start to the season and everything else, but just how far do you think this team can go now that you've got your feet under the table and you've gotten used to the system that POP has implemented? Just what's the ambition now for the year?
1: I think, you know, the sky's the limit for us. Um, the most important thing is we we, we believe in ourselves we, and the coaching staff believe in us and we believe in them and I think everyone in the club um, we, have a, we, we have a good feeling, but the most important thing is consistency and hard work and just to, to not take the foot off the accelerator because um, there's a lot of teams out there that have fantastic uh, starts, but then fall away, we want to be a team that, you know, throughout the season, teams fear us and don't want to play against us, and we want to have that consistency. And for us, I, th- I honestly believe, and that's one of the main reasons why I picked Perth and to, to work under Tony, because we have that winning mentality, and for us, we want to Win the championship, and uh, we want to, um, you know, win as many games as we can. And uh, why not? We have, we definitely have the squad to do that. We have, you know, great supporters behind us. So we take each game as they come, and uh, hopefully we can continue that run.
0: Well, we hope it stays the same. It's been really great to watch so far, and there's a massive game on Friday night at NIB Stadium against Sydney FC. We'll be there, and I'm sure thousands of fans will be as well. And. But until then, thanks. Uh, thanks for taking some time to have a chat with us. We we appreciate that a lot, and, and good luck for Friday's game and the rest of the year.
1: Thank we'll see you, to you very again. Much thanks for having a me. Lot. No, thank you. And uh, speak to you guys soon.